going to talk about play, the playstyle versus aesthetic. If you're a new player to Malifaux and you've never played a war game before, um, God be with you because it's uh, it's a great game. Probably a bit complicated for your first time playing war games. And if you've never assembled models before, you might have a tough time. And I mean like model kits, like actual model kits with lots of fiddly bits. I don't mean like Warhammer where people are complaining that there are three pieces. Um, or if you've played war games before and you know kind of how you like to do things, this podcast, um, this episode, I'm going to talk about the two aspects of how you choose your crew. So if you're new, a lot of people will say... Um, pick a crew that looks cool and just play that for, you know, 10, 20 games, whatever. Um, that's probably fine if you're new to gaming and you just don't really even know what play styles are. If you're not new to gaming and you want something that is familiar, then I would say research play styles first. If you don't care and you're okay with doing something different and you're willing to take that chance, well then go for it. I was a uh, run and gun or gun line type player in all my games previous. I played um, the Federated States of America in Dystopian Wars first, and they were long range rocket launcher types. And I played um, Legion of Everblight and Hordes and Gunline Dwarves and Warhammer Fantasy and Dark Eldar and um, 40k and yada yada yada. So when I got to Malifaux, I played um, Seamus, actually no, I played Hamlin first, and I was like, nope, not doing this, I'm too stupid for this, uh, I probably still am too stupid for this, <clears throat> and I put him down, and then I played Seamus, um, going in order of love for the aesthetic, he's got like that Alice in Wonderland, like Mad Hatter slash Jack the Ripper thing going on, it's just really cool, aesthetically, uh, and he was fine, I... I didn't really give him a fair shake, and then I immediately moved on and started master hopping, which I've discussed on this podcast before. I eventually settled into Neverborn, who were, who were and are my first love, aesthetically speaking, and I just struggled really hard. They're totally different than anything I've ever played before. They're much more melee-focused, which I had a big problem with, because that's not what I'm used to doing. Uh, they're super squishy, which I'm not necessarily... Um, not used to playing um, Dark Eldar and look at them and sneeze and they die. Um, they just usually do much more damage than Neverborn do when they, before they die. And so I, it kind of started this like journey for me trying to figure out what I wanted to play. Um, so now that I'm playing Guild um, with a splash of Explorers, they seem to be much more my style, which is which is like Divine Retribution or something, I don't know, because aesthetically speaking, I was not into Explorers at all when they first got announced, and um, Guild I was hot or cold on, although for the past like six months or so I've been Guild curious. Um, So playing Neverborn, I had my biggest heartbreak of aesthetic versus playstyle with Titania, she has my favorite lore in the game. She has my, like, second or third favorite aesthetic in the game. Number one being Dreamer. I just really was not having a good time playing her. It seemed to disparate. Like, she is out in the forefront 
like not alpha striking. She's like out in the forefront doing stuff while her crew just plods along behind her really slowly. <clears throat> Unless you shout out the board with her guru, which, you know, it's, you do it on minions, they get slow. So I, I, I never did that. Although I don't think that um, doing that and putting Eldritch Magic on them, on somebody to take that off is a bad thing necessarily. I just really wasn't into it. Now, I'd have to go back and play her because my play style has really developed since I played her. She might actually fit in more and more of a stay alive, control the board, and just try to hold positions and not necessarily um, kill everything. So I think it is very important, in my opinion, to look up the crews, really research the crews to figure out which one matches your play style. Um, and you know, some people might find it fun to play something totally different uh, than what they're used to. Well, I didn't. I really wasn't having that great of a time. Like, I loved the game, and I was having a good time, like, spending time with my buddy, but, like, it wasn't the actual, like, playing of the game. It, it's just, like, it didn't fit. It was, like, square peg and round hole. <clears throat> and so it just didn't... It, it, it wasn't... It, it just was really difficult... Whereas I feel like if it's a complicated game that you're new to, you want to play something that's probably more familiar with your play that you're more familiar with, so that you can more easily adapt to situations and play the game instead of constantly being frustrated, going, "Why am I not successful?" I just can't seem to get things to work. I'm not seeing things the way I should see. A part of that is the master hopping. You should, you should definitely pick one master and stick with them, I would say, at least for 10 games while you learn the just the basic flow of, of the game. Uh, which I've spoken about before. The Internet Echo Chamber definitely says play the same master for like 50 games. I don't know if you necessarily need to go that far. And then play every master against every other master at least ten times to learn the game. And uh, I, I don't think the game really works like that, but I guess it depends on the person. So um, I would recommend that you look up each individual master. Don't look up the factions, because the factions don't have... This is, they might have like a general play style, but they can be extremely different. Hoffman is very different than Lucius. There's not any correlation whatsoever to the fact they're both guild. Maybe they're both dual faction, maybe that's it, I don't know. Nelly plays absolutely nothing like Lady Justice. So there's no, like, general play style. The only general thing, there are some general characteristics, like, Neverborn are extremely fast, um, not necessarily with their move stat, but with their abilities to teleport across the board. That's just very broadly, generally speaking. Uh, that, you know, Sarita has, minion, has minions that leap. Marcus has extremely fast beasts um, that some can leap. Um, Nekima has mature Nephilim that have fly with me. Uh, the Hood Rider has ride with me. Uh, the, the Pandora crew has on your heels and things to place in the base contact with you, stunned or friendlies. That's like kind of maybe like a general, very, very general play style. Guild, generally speaking, doesn't have a whole lot of efficiency. 
they don't have all kinds of like you just get you know a ski marker and draw a card for for dam for doing two damage to a model like some factions you don't have like all these um, plus flips with armor and and uh, you can by the way you can heal yourself like um, I'm thinking specifically of the Sangurai from um, Ten Thunders. They don't have that. <clears throat> They're more of a plodding, like seek, like um, plan out your actions before you do it, without necessarily a bunch of efficiency. Now that's a broad, broad generalization because you have crews like Nelly, you have crews like Lucius, who are uh, Nelly is extremely efficient uh, with dropping ski markers and healing and blah blah blah. So you can't really say, you know, I'm going to play Ar Arcanists because, generally speaking, they have these super powerful spells that that will just uh, do AOE nukes. Uh, it's actually not true at all. They don't have that at all. <laughs> so you have to look up the individual masters. Uh, I like, I personally like Guild because, in general, they play very, they play much more like a uh, traditional war game faction. Uh, it's, they don't. They don't. You're not as punished, I feel, by taking models out of keyword. They synergize with each other better amongst keywords. And that's because a lot of the models have a job that they're obviously made to do, and so you just pick the model for the job. So that's kind of a broad generalization about about guild. That's not always necessarily true. One of my major heartbreaks to further pound this home is the Titania conundrum that I faced. Titania is my absolute favorite master by far as far as lore and aesthetic are concerned. Absolutely love it. Bought a ton of autumn themed stuff to use for basing materials. I just absolutely love that the aesthetic of that keyword and it's just so Malifaux to me. And it is easily the biggest heartbreak for me as far as playstyle. Now, I do have to say, though, I haven't played her in a long time, and I've kind of developed into a playstyle that may be conducive to her keyword. I'm very curious to see what alt comes out for her, or title card, whatever you call it, comes out for her, because she just doesn't seem to synergize with her keyword very well. Um, she wants to be out in the forefront doing things. While without any support while her keyword plods along behind her and maybe that's the point you go off and you do stuff with her while your um, while your keyword holds up their forces which is kind of actually a play style that I've developed into the last like five games ten games but I haven't played her in like 20 games so I might have to give her another try just to see what happens and how it goes Another heartbreak of mine is Hamlin. Uh, he was going to be my first crew in the game, but I couldn't find him in stock anywhere. Or actually, he may not have been out yet. And that was when I got Seamus, and then Dane bought me the Hamlin crew because it went on sale almost as soon as he came out. It's not that his playstyle is a heartbreak so much as, like, it's tough to play a game with him because... When you play Hamlin, it's going to be a really long game. Uh, I, I spend way too much time on my turn doing things that don't that doesn't accomplish anything. 
it sounds it, it was it, it was kind of fun to do but then I'm okay I'm in my deployment zone turn two still and I haven't accomplished anything and I have way too many activations to go through and it just takes forever so what I'm really 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 hoping for is with the title card Hamlin that maybe he's more of a traditional summoner where he can just summon a rat king or yeah just summon a rat king and I'll, I would hire in um, I would hire in uh, the rat the rat catchers uh, if he could summon in rat kings and uh, winged plagues like I would start I would start with them or I'm sorry if he could summon winged plague, winged plague and uh, rat kings I would start with the uh, rat catchers and kind of go from there it just it relies too much on uh, the Benny Walcom Rube Goldberg machine and it's it's just not fun it just kind of feels half-baked to me like the the um, blight token mechanism is seems it's like it's kind of half-baked to me doesn't seem fully fleshed out the crew isn't really as conducive to putting that out as one would expect I mean, it does but it doesn't at the same time like other keywords do a very similar thing much more efficiently and are rewarded much more for doing as such. Uh, and also, I'm just not a very good player, so people that are Hamlin players that are really good at Hamlin are probably just going like, what the heck, what are you talking about? But it seems to be pretty universal as far as, like, internet echo chamber and, uh, the, you know, the chats, the forums, they all talk about, like, how can we make Hamlin good or competitive or whatever. You know, he's not brought into tournaments typically because of how long it takes for him you'll, you'll get timed out and he's a like turn four and five player but if you're playing him you're probably going to time out before you get to turn four definitely won't get to turn five unless you completely ignore the whole like rat mechanism so i'm not i would love to see what they have in store for hamlin i have much more to say about hamlin than titania um just because it's it was such a disconnect uh for it also doesn't help that my first game or no my second game of hamlin was against zip and oh my gosh what a bad touch that was just completely trapped in my deployment zone it was corner deployment oh it was so bad pianos everywhere uh so like oh man it was just it was just gross i like nyx as a model um, i like i want to like winged plague i i thought that they were okay when i played them um i i just kind of brought them because like well i don't know what else to bring because i, I didn't have a bunch of the um outcast uh, Versatiles, I had, I think, just haunts, and that was about it. Um, so I'd probably be able to kit him out a little bit better now, but I, it, it's just not really something that I want to play. I want to play either a straight-up summoner um, Hamlin, where he leans really hard into summoning, or a pure Blight um, Hamlin, where like he maybe doesn't summon at all. Like You just start the game with... A, a couple rat catchers, a couple rat kings, um, the um, obedient wretch and Nyx, and just load them up with blight and just boom. But I don't know how how that would go. Um, that may even be the big. Well, my next heartbreak I'll talk about is the my biggest heartbreak. But Hamlin is a close second. The biggest heartbreak, and this is going to be probably a surprise. 
but it's not a heartbreak because I want to play them and their play style doesn't suit me. It's the opposite. And that is Parker. Parker has an aesthetic that is completely unappealing to me, but his play style is probably the closest to what I would play in other war games. This kind of just massive gun line and shenanigans for moving around the board. It, he's almost a combination of Legion of Everblight and Circle Orboros from Hordes. But this, the aesthetic is just so unappealing to me. Uh, I, I like Wild, Wild West stuff kind of more in the frontier sense than the Outlaw versus Bandit sense. So like Bass, I think Bass is really cool because he's got this like frontier look and got like uh, the, the cool the pathfinders are really cool and the um the frontiersmen are awesome i really dig that aesthetic just not into the like the lawman versus bandit aesthetic to the point where i i don't even want to try him I, I just i have no interest in even playing a game with him whatsoever just because i'm so turned off by the aesthetic of it uh dane really likes him and i'm really uh, that I, that's really cool it, i painted that crew up for him and uh, he really loves how I painted him, so that makes me really happy. Um, so I'm glad that there's that. But uh, from a gameplay standpoint, I could really see myself loving all the just all the crazy markers everywhere, shenanigans, and all the built-in plus flips and the running gun and all that stuff. It just really speaks to me. But uh, if there's ever a, the the alt crew can almost be anything, and I would be okay with it with it um it could be they could even still be wild west but it, like lean into the whole uh i don't know the dead outlaws which really don't fit his keyword other than the fact they're outlaws like okay i didn't i don't remember just like zombie soldiers following parker around in the fluff but it seemed very forced like hey well these guys are outlaws so sure why not but any other kind of of aesthetic um or maybe maybe just like really steampunk it up like they can still be bandits but maybe steampunk them up um the problem is then you'd look at them and think they're constructs and they're not but hey it worked for mccabe they did a super steampunk crew with some diesel punk thrown in there for uh mccabe and they didn't have to relabel everything construct so i don't know it's just such a turnoff to me. Uh, I would really love to see them do something with that to make me want to play him. And I kind of want to talk about the notion of almost like learn to love that you hear about in arranged marriages in at least a Hollywood setting. I'm going to contradict myself a bit here because of uh, my woes about Parker. Uh, speaking of woes, Pandora was a kit that I was not really fond of the aesthetic of, and the playstyle made me absolutely love it. And then Wicked Harvest came out, and I was even more sold. And so there is that. Um, so, for example, now this is a master that I haven't played yet, but got super jazzed about just reading the mechanisms of, is Anya Lakarian. Um, while I do appreciate the uh, Native American representation in Malifaux, um, I could, I, I, although I would appreciate a little maybe more extreme, um, like a full-blown um, warrior tribe-esque 
uh, even though that, that's probably a bit out of, it's probably a bit anachronistic even for Malifaux, but anyway. I had absolutely zero interest based on the aesthetic. I, it, she, like, Anya is like this badass native woman wearing a, like, business attire outfit thing, and, um, that really was just not appealing to me, like, at all. But then I was reading through the, uh, the mechanisms. I don't even remember why. I, I wasn't listening to a podcast. I don't think I was listening to a podcast or anything that made me say, hey, let me look at this master more. I was just bored and looking through my phone, um, on the app, and I had kind of realized that she is a master that does mechanisms that I enjoy, which is unopposed damage. She does a lot of plink damage here and there. One damage here, one damage there. Sorry, I almost got ran over by another Fargo driver, which you guys have heard me go off about again. Like, dude comes into my lane. I'm in the left lane. Dude comes into my lane. But then he moves two lanes to the right and turns right. Like, what, what, what are you doing? Anyway, sorry. Um, so she does a lot of plink damage. She has charge through. Uh, she has a stat seven. She has very low HP, like scary low HP. She uses life as a resource, which is um, a gameplay mechanism that abstractly appeals to me a lot. I used to do stuff like that in Magic. And I agree. I forget which podcast talked about life. Oh, I think it was Swamp Fiends. Um, life as a, as a resource is generally very strong, and I it, tend to agree. She's life as a resource, uh, but she can also heal herself, so it's kind of high risk, high reward. She has a lot of control mechanisms. She's like secretly a control master without being an over overtly control master. So she's putting out stunned, uh, not her necessarily, but like the keyword, not to the levels of say Pandora, but they're putting out stunned. Um, her uh, upcoming models that are in the predatory uh, business practices um, starter set for outcasts. Now there's a hot take, that's fine, I'll knife fight you over it. Um, the, they're like putting stunned out at ranged. She's bouncing around doing plink damage. The surveyors have their nonsense that they can do with their like Pythagor the Pythagorean quake and things like that, although I don't I doubt that will go off very much. But there's all these shenanigans here with their like their um their uh, geode um hazardous terrain auras and things like that. Um it just it, it appealed to me so much that um I got so excited that I went and ordered her stuff. Uh, especially looking more at Sovereign and like the relationship that those two have. Sorry, I almost got ran over by another Fargo driver. Like I'm doing like 50 in a uh, in a uh, residential. Um, so I bought her stuff, primed it, started painting it. Um, kind of ahead of schedule for getting her painted as opposed to like my guild, which is supposed to be the faction that I'm mostly playing in this next season. Um, I just got super jazzed for it, and then I started liking the aesthetic afterward. I, like, learned to love the aesthetic after being really enamored by their gameplay mechanisms. So I guess what all this means, for me at least, is that playstyle is more important than aesthetic. 
other than, than the case of um, Parker, just because I dislike the aesthetic so, so much. <clears throat> um, because, so if you're playing a game and your models look cool, but you're not really digging what you're doing, that just doesn't sound like a good time to me. Like, why am I even bothering? Uh, my playstyle has changed a lot, though. So um, one crew I enjoyed playing was uh, McMorning. One of my favorite games was McMorning versus Vix, where I just marched up the field just kicking butt and taking names and also had really good flips that game. So he managed to tank way more attacks than even McMorning should reasonably be able to. Um, so I guess I'd have to say play style is more important to me.